0: First came the so-called Quad Talks, the U.S. and three allies, India, Japan, and Australia, pledging to counter aggressive actions from China. Then the 2-plus-2 Talks, with the American Secretaries of Defense and State, along with their Japanese and South Korean counterparts. Those consultations came just days before the Biden administration's first meeting with top Chinese officials in Alaska. Here to explain what the Biden administration may accomplish and what this means for you and me is China analyst Gordon Chang. Mr. Chang is author of the book The Coming Collapse of China, also The Great U.S.-China Tech War. Gordon, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. So how do you expect the Biden administration will respond because it's doubtful China's behavior will change?
1: Well, certainly China's behavior is not going to change in the absence of significant pushback from the United States and friends and partners. And we have seen this in recent weeks because the Chinese leaders and others are talking about annexing Taiwan within a five-year time frame. Some people say six, um, but clearly that would be a move that would broil not just the region, but the world. And I think the Biden team will think that it has a China policy, but like previous administrations, it will really just be reacting to the maliciousness that uh, is evident in Beijing. Beijing is pushing, 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 and everybody else is really at a loss to what to do and are really just trying defensive maneuvers.
0: Well, it may have a lot to do with will as well, Gordon. Talking with uh, Maria Bartiromo on Fox News recently, investigative journalist, author Peter Schweizer said part of China's strategy is to co-opt the U.S. congressional leadership by using sexual honey traps, also sweetheart commercial deals, to enrich congressional families. Listen to what Schweizer had to say.
1: This is a massive problem. We can challenge and we can stay ahead of China. Uh, We can even work to to potentially reform China. But it's going to take leadership and tough decisions. And there are a lot of people in Washington who don't want to make those tough decisions because they're making a lot of money uh, by being cozy with Beijing.
0: Schweizer uh, mentioned Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, who secured deals in Beijing. He says Dianne Feinstein's husband, Richard Bloom, did deals with China. He also mentions a family as Senate Minority Leader McConnell's wife, Elaine Chao, and their shipping company construction deals with China. Of course, Schweizer, as you know, has written extensively about Biden family business dealings with the Chinese. So how concerned should we be about that and perhaps an unwillingness on Capitol Hill, even the White House, to aggressively counter the China threat.
1: We should be extremely concerned because it's not just those individuals, it's others.
0: And China uses all points of contact
1: with the United States to undermine our society. Sometimes it uses money, sometimes it uses other things, but really its purpose is malign. And and that means we need to start cutting our contacts with China until we understand and can manage it because the FBI is overwhelmed Local law enforcement is overwhelmed. The U.S. government is overwhelmed. And until we know that we can protect ourselves, we have got to, unfortunately, start cutting those relationships.
0: And, of course, the fallout from those relationships. Now, Hong Kong. At the recent meeting of the National People's Congress, the Chinese Communist Party voted to tighten its grip by choosing a greater share of candidates in Hong Kong elections. So, Gordon, does this mean Hong Kong democracy is dead or on life support?
1: Well, it certainly is dead, because uh, China would take the Legislative Council, increase the number of seats from 70 to 90, and it would be appointing those additional 20 seats. Um, Same dynamic for the election committee, Um, big increase there of 300 people off of 1,200. So really what's going on here is Beijing deciding that it is going to choose who sits in these legislative bodies. And, And that means there's really no democracy left. Really, what's going to have to happen are the people of Hong Kong are going to have to take to the streets again and push their government out of the way. And, by the way, they do need help from the Biden administration. They need help from Britain. Um, They need help from everybody else at this point. And it's in our interest to supply
0: it. Seems like it was a big mistake handing it over to China back in 1997 when Britain did that. What do you think?
1: Well, certainly, because China never honors its promises. It promised a 50 years of high degree of autonomy under the one country, two systems formula. That was the 1984 joint declaration. And China has just abrogated it. So Britain now says China's not in compliance. We've known that for quite some time. Um, But what we've got to see are countries actually doing something about this. And we have an interest, because if Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, believes that he can get away with what he's doing in Hong Kong without cost, He's going to be moving on everybody else. So that's why it's important for us to make him pay that cost, make sure that he doesn't feel secure in Hong Kong, because that way we have at least a chance of defending not only our friends and allies, but also ourselves.
0: And finally, Gordon, China's economy appears to be bouncing back following 2020 setbacks because of the Wuhan virus production's up the economy's forecast to grow about 7.8 percent this year you wrote the book the coming collapse of china so that doesn't sound like collapse to me or is this more chinese communist party deception
1: well at the moment the chinese communist party is not collapsing Um, but um, clearly the chinese economy is not growing as fast if it's growing at all Um, they claimed 2.3 percent gdp growth last year that's i think a mirage And ultimately, China's not going to recover until it has safe and effective vaccines. It doesn't. We've got three of them, which means that we're going to have very robust growth this year and following years. And China, although it had a head start in developing vaccines, really is very far behind in this. So there's a good story here.
0: Okay, Gordon Chang, people can follow you on Twitter. Your handle is Gordon G Chang. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to share your time and insights.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much, Gary.